0: because our world is mostly centered now with the online business world and doing everything virtually and remote online is that we, all of us yogis went from like oming and learning mantras to learning code and how to be tech savvy people. And all of a sudden we're like, Oh my gosh, that's where the fatigue comes from too, is learning a whole new language of how to adapt to the online.
1: That was Priscilla Luckhurst hey everybody welcome back to the yogi misfit sessions i am danny pomploon and i'm still your host so today i had priscilla who is part of team danny on the show she is phenomenal she's super amazing she's a big reason why i'm organized and put together um but we just talked a little bit about startup mode both as practitioners and as teachers running businesses and things like that but everyone is just like on this pivot of like well how do you do your practice now and then you start to see all the offerings online and then there's teachers that are like well how do I go to zoom now and all the other things that are happening out there so we just discussed that a little bit today because it seems to be a lot of people are kind of going through that and startup mode always brings out a little bit of a burnout culture so it's nice to know that going into it As always, this show is not possible without y'all, so don't forget to hit us up on iTunes, leave us a review, and you can always uh, support the show by checking out the show support page down below. Without further ado, here goes the next Yogi Misfit Sessions. Hello, Priscilla. Hi, Danny. Priscilla, fun fact, you used to be my boss. (laughs)
0: Fun days.
1: Wait, fun fact again. You're still my boss.
0: No, <laughs> I love you, Danny. I'm so excited.
1: So, everyone, meet Priscilla. Priscilla, meet everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Priscilla <laughs> is your super mom. You're super yogi. You're super inspirational. You're a super good friend. Um, you're super. You're just super. Yeah, you're super. Everything you do, you're you're you are the task management queen.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love, love it. I do love it. I love being task focused and task oriented. I think it's my uh, mm-hmm. obsession with wanting to check things off the list. But then also that's why I practice yoga to feel peace and balance and that let go element too.
1: What is that peace and balance thing? I, f- I haven't felt that in a long time. <laughs>
0: I know it's a little bit far out there right now, but we'll come back to it soon.
1: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I was um, I would so. I mean, obviously, Pris- Priscilla, me, and you have a, a very close working relationship. I, 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 I call you my operations goddess because you are you are the one that she, <laughs> she, she's truly the brains behind the operation. Everybody,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're so amazing and creative. I love working with you because you're always so inspired and you're super driven. You're fantastic at what you do and I just love working with you.
1: Well, this is what keeps me inspired is because I get to work with with wonderful, amazing humans like you that keeps, you know, it's it doesn't, it. there's no way in hell I would be able to do all this stuff on my own and there's no way in hell I'd be able to do it if I didn't have someone like you to keep me organized. So
0: that's like the key in business is that you hire for areas that you may want to outsource so you don't want to focus on and that's what's so cool about you is that you are able to hire for those tasks that you don't want to do so you can be creative and learn and be inspired to teach your classes it's awesome
1: yeah it's super that's like the the saying of put your aces in your places totally right I getting people your
0: weaknesses
1: yeah yeah and that way you're not stressed out about doing all the stuff that you don't want to do like you just like make it you know you make it happen that way you or you make it, have other people make it happen that way you don't um waste time and energy and your inspiration on it mm-hmm so everyone, Priscilla, I, I, I mean, I think what we're going to chat today is mainly about like online business, you know, a little something about what you do, but everyone is in startup mode.
0: A hundred percent. Yes. It's a whole new world right now for the business world.
1: What? Like, I, I feel like, well, one, I feel like every day is changing. Um, you know, like we're trying to keep up with like, you know, the Alliance standards and teacher training standards and trying to pivot everything online. And I think there's a lot of yogis specifically both students and practitioners having a hard time keeping up um and it's almost like there's so much out there now it's hard to figure out what to do and where hard like what are you seeing
0: yeah i'm seeing that it's so because it's so new and so unknown and because we've been Forced and pushed so quickly to pivot immediately where we haven't had a lot of time to prepare for the pivot or prepare to adapt. It's more of like we have been forced to prepare to do it right now. So the blanket thing that I'm seeing is that for yoga teachers pivoting to online or for yoga studios pivoting to online, I'm seeing that no one knows The exact right formula, the exact right thing to do because we're all figuring it out at the same time. But that's the beauty in all of this because everybody, all of us as yoga teachers and yoga business owners, we all want to get clear. We all want to get clear on what's the right thing to do. We want to get clear on what's the best practices and how to uh, support each other because the yoga community is so beautiful. in that is that all of us as yoga business owners want to help elevate each other at the same time. And that's unique about the yoga world. So we all want to get clear. And so we're all learning at the same time. And then we're seeing where other people are succeeding. We take that and apply it to how we're pivoting to our online business. But that's what I'm saying. Like, no one knows, but everybody wants to get clear. <laughs>
1: I keep reminding people, both, like, I mean, students and other, you know, just people that, you know, mentees and, and you know, like, there is going to be this sense of fatigue, because we're trying to keep up with everything. Um, and, you know, like, we've talked about this, but like, I thought it was fine. And then come, you know, last month, I was like, oh, I'm not great again. <laughs> like, I just...
0: I it just know. kind of hit me like a
1: ton of bricks, you know. That, like it's, it's
0: absolutely true with the fatigue thing because it's because our world is mostly centered now with the online business world and doing everything virtually and remote online. Is that we all of us yogis went from like oming and learning mantras to learning code and how to be tech savvy people, and all of a sudden we're like, oh my gosh, so that's where the fatigue comes from too is learning a whole new language of how to adapt to the online, and then with the online world, there's so many amazing softwares that you can teach on so many different platforms you can teach on and then there's i haven't studied it too much but i've heard about there there's an an element of when you have too many options Mm -hmm. right have you heard of that where you have too many options and you get like confused and you shut down
1: right yeah yeah it's like paralysis by analysis because you're trying to take everything in yes Or overthinking. Also, like I mean, I I I tell that a lot in teacher training. Like, don't overthink this, or this is gonna, you're not gonna do well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I think that the biggest thing that I felt whenever I'm feeling those fatigues is I come back to the element of. You guys talked about this last time on your podcast. The element of journaling and getting clear, because there are so many different directions yoga business owners and yoga teachers can go right now online. It's just getting clear about where you want to go and what resonates with you.
1: How are you feeling about studios open up and doing like, you know, I know you work with a handful of studios in addition yeah. to Yogi's too, but like, how are you feeling about studios that are opening up? And, and I'm actually curious, to, I, I I have only spoken to one student who doesn't live here in California, obviously, because that's not a thing anymore in California. Um, but what it's like, what the experience is like, and I don't know if again, if you've heard from your people, what yeah. it's like to go in and teach to a class where you maybe have like, I don't know, five, 10 people and everyone's wearing a mask and you can't move from your mat.
0: Oh my gosh, Danny. It is a whole new animal right now for yoga studio owners because yes. So for example, I'll take my, my state that I'm in California that we're in mm-hmm. is that the yoga studio owners in California were able to open up last few weeks, but they were, still ran into a, a lot of challenges and difficulties because like you mentioned, they had max capacity, of their students. So they can only fill their classroom to 50% of capacity. So they're still suffering in regards to being able to hit their profit and hit their revenue and keep going as a small business. And not to mention the whole essence of going into a yoga studio was to be able to separate from the outside world and the outside stresses, because we would be able to be around our altars and uh, sacred space. And then when we see people walk in with masks, it reminds us about what's going on out there. And so there's a little bit, there's a lot of bit of a shift in the, the feeling and the vibe of inside of the yoga space. And so that's something that we're all tackling right now. We're, we have to close right now too, the yoga studios have to close. So it's a matter of trying to figure out what the next step is for yoga studios. Because even if this passes, quote unquote, there's still a feeling of uncertainty with practicing in a closed space. Mm-hmm that's where I'm at right now with that.
1: Where do you think, I mean, what about, I mean, what about as a, as a practitioner? Like how does that, have you gone to a class yet? No.
0: No. And I was actually just to give you a personal feeling. I was about to go take a hot yoga class two days ago, the day before California reclosed, I was about to go down to a hot yoga class in San Clemente. And there was like, pangs of uncertainty and pangs of me not wanting to go into the studio even though I've basically lived inside of a yoga studio for the past 15 years being a student and then being a teacher Mm -hmm. but I don't I have that inner battle that says I want to go inside the space but then again there there's a lot of the media that shares the fear side of it Mm -hmm. and so there is an internal battle but that's what I, I want to make sure that I get clear on but it's hard to get clear right now
1: are you, how are you finding your practice at home?
0: Yeah, it's shorter. It's shorter. I have a toddler who's two, or oh, he's going to be two in August. And so my 60 minute, 90 minute practices that I would do daily inside of a studio have shortened to anywhere between, I did your 17 minute morning flow on the app the other day, which was fantastic. Hey, <laughs>
1: oh, we're in
0: class in the morning, go do that 17 minute flow. It was fantastic. And then I made my husband, Travis, go do it. I, put them in the toddler's room and had them go do your class. <laughs> like 17 minutes to 45 minutes is what I can do right now in ho- in house. And mm-hmm. then sometimes I'll go and sit in my closet or a lot of times and meditate uh, from five minutes stuff to 20 minutes, but it is shorter. It's still consistent, which is necessary for my mindset, but it's a lot shorter.
1: Yeah. What do you think is going to, I mean, so I, I'm sure there's both teachers and students right now listening to this, like what's, what's going to happen next? Priscilla, in, in life, no pressure. Just what's going to happen next in life?
0: Dude, that was an amazing question. I feel like I should bust out my crystal ball and be and think, okay, what's going to happen? So you're really asking me that question because you really want to know my opinion. So I'm going to share what I think totally. is going to happen next. Yeah. I think that the online yoga world is just going to continue to grow and explode and share more knowledge of yogis all over the place. So, yoga teachers and yoga studios, if you haven't pivoted to online, do it. Danny's got an amazing network, and how he does runs his online business right now is outstanding. So, if you're looking for someone to figure out how to do it, just go to Danny. But
1: you are my biggest cheerleader, I love it. <laughs>
0: I know. But that's what I see. And you know what I see? I do see that the, there's something changing right now in the yoga studio world because. There's a huge corporate yoga studio that you and I both know of that's getting (laughs) hammered right now, hammered with all the thousands of yoga instructors coming out, sharing about how they've been poorly treated. And that's resonating amongst the yoga studio world, too, is that us as yogis, we used to drive, you know, across to six different studios within four hours to teach class for 30 minutes and then get paid $2 an hour to go do it. I'm exaggerating, but that was the the essence of being a new new yoga teacher and that's changed. And that's changed because now we have the opportunity and the awareness to go online. So I see the the yoga studio owners having to adapt to, yes, shifting their business to online, but also reflect on how they have in the past treated yoga teachers.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm curious to see. You know, like what I think about is like the. I, I know for myself, and it wasn't just. You know, it wasn't just you know teaching on Zoom that was fatiguing me, but what really it was the entire pivot. Mm. You know, it was like get back and change everything, and you know, and 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 finally this month where I decided to take some time off. Um, you know, on Mondays and just free up my schedule a bit more. You know, give myself more time to breathe and to just you know be inspired again to reconnect because it, the struggle is real. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to. You know, I wonder how many teachers are going to make it through this part because I don't know that everyone's. uh, What I think about is a lot of my old school teacher friends. You know, who don't have followings, who uh, like uh, on like social medias, or you know, like didn't collect emails and didn't kind of just disappeared. You know, like everything just you you pull away from people in person and then just gone.
0: Yeah, it's definitely. I hear that, and it's a it's a career switch opportunity for a lot of yoga teachers. Mm -hmm. Because in this moment that we're in today, we can't go and teach inside of a yoga studio. So the yoga teachers who really leaned into that and don't want to teach online may feel like they need to reconsider their career or they're able to adapt and embrace the online platform because that's where we're at today.
1: What about practitioners? Do you think they're experiencing the same thing? Like what they wanted to do is practice in person and not online. So practice is being pulled away.
0: Great question. I've been trying to pull my Instagram um, community because I'm curious about the same question. What I've found is that the people who are responding that are just students and not yoga teachers are actually loving being able to take their favorite teachers at home, and I do see that a lot of other people who couldn't make it into a yoga studio are feeling the feeling the warmth from society and being able, the warmth from yoga teachers offering their classes, thousand more opportunities to take class online. And so I do feel like their practices are improving. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing from a practitioner's perspective?
1: I mean, uh, just in, in having uh, you know, direct, uh, 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 the craziest thing that was so hard for me to get out. The craziest thing is (laughs) in this, in this last week, um, there has been one, two, three, at least five personal emails that have reached out that have asked me if I'm teaching anything outside.
0: Outside? So, you mean like outside on the grass, outside?
1: Like like out at the park. So oh. I've had a lot of people reach out to me and be like, hey, are you teaching anything outdoors? That's mm-hmm. safe. You know, like da-da-da-da. So I, I think right now what people... But I mean overall hearing is this this conversation of connection, right? Mm-hmm. And people are lacking the connection. And so, you know, although, you know, teaching on Zoom, and this is I have said this over and over again, teaching on Zoom is a lot of fun. And, you know, like last night I taught a great it was a great class. It was <laughs> I also got well, two class. <laughs> yeah, it was a really hard class.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, physically.
1: Someone texted me afterwards and was like, that class was effed up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you're so brutal as a yoga teacher?
1: (laughs) I mean, you kind of just know that going into...
0: We've
1: been working this shoulder sequence for five weeks. So if you came to class yesterday, you came on the wrong day.
0: (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yeah.
1: No, but... Just kind of go back to what I was saying. A lot of people are really craving that connection. They're craving that being in person, you know, because when, when we're done with class, you, you can see it. Almost everyone's like looking around, like, what do we do next? Do we just hang up or do we say bye? Or like, there's almost this like weird.
0: It's so awkward.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then for me as a teacher, you know, I just close the laptop and I'm like, Oh man, here we are.
0: (laughs) And we need to be able to linger after class for hours with our students.
1: And chat and hang yeah. out and just be and even walk out and talk to each other. Or go get a you know a yeah. food next door or whatever it was that was going on. For for me, I, I'm I am fatigued. You know, for me, I'm very. I'm I'm just really. I know that this is never going to change. I have said this before. I'm actually there's a lot of ways where I'm quite, quite thankful that, you know, I now get to, I mean, I've been working on this app thing forever. This is no secret. You know, I've been, I've been really, really, really wanting to connect with a lot more yogis and that's one way to do it where I, where I don't get to, you know, see them every day and they get to practice with me on their terms and, you know, and I love doing it. I love the filming. I love the editing. I love creating a, like, like that makes me really happy. Um, and I haven't had enough time to do that because I've been doing so much of the zoom stuff just to balance everything out because when the shift happened, everything changed. So, so I'm, I am a little fatigued in my own teaching per se, like having to just zoom, 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 but that's also my reality right now. That's okay. really, I don't really have another option. You know, that's what I, I, what I have to do as a student of yoga. For me, it really hasn't changed much for me. I've, I've, I've had my own practice. I, because of, you know, the natural, you know, the natural, uh, uh, I guess, you know, when you're teaching yoga, you're teaching at the same time, all your friends are teaching. So Mm -hmm. you don't really get to take other people's classes. I don't really get to take my teacher's classes that often, unless I like put it in my calendar and make time for it and like take something off or whatever it is. Right. And it was funny because right before, you know, I left for India, I actually changed my schedule so that I can take my teacher's class once a week and then everything happened. So that stopped. Um, and then the schedules online changed and you know, all, all that. But for me as a practitioner, I still feel actually really connected into my practice. You know, I still feel really connected and really grounded here in my space. And you know, what I do for, for that is I set the, the ritual behind it. You know, I, I do my little thing. It's, I burn a candle and I kind of just set up so that I know when I'm about to practice, it's still, it's time. And my morning ritual is still never changed. It's never It's never going away. It's never going to stop. It's never going to not happen. It's something that I, 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 I I notice that I'm not the same person if I don't do that. So that's still really important to me, but it is different. You know, it's still, I still was going to, to studio classes once a week for sure. You know, I was definitely going in and visiting different teachers and people that I hadn't practiced with before. Sometimes I would just go and take a random teacher's class because why not? Um, And I miss being in, I miss actually self-practice in the studio. That's what I miss.
0: I hear that. And that's a connection piece that a lot of the practitioners and including myself miss. Connecting with other human beings inside of a space. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's some. There's something to be said about that. You know, it's 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 you know, I I. It's the energy of the space. It's the energy of the studio. It's the energy of you know of you in Sungha before and afterwards. You know, and and that I miss.
0: I and totally agree.
1: How do we replicate that online?
0: Yeah, I totally. <laughs> I feel the same way because I'm a Leo. And so I am a little lion and I love being around other people because I love that tribe mentality. I'm very mm-hmm. social. I also studied sociology in college. I love groups of people. And that's what got me into teaching yoga is being around groups of people. That's what got me teaching classes and being around, you know, five or 500 people. And I, miss being around groups of people and I do feel like that's what the piece of connection that I'm missing trying to figure out how to like you mentioned replicate that is is interesting and then the other piece of connection is that I feel is is um coming out a little bit more is a self connection connection to the self Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because with the pivot of online classes like I mentioned before it is creating more opportunities for people to take yoga at home that really haven't before. And so they're able to dive into that self connection. So within connection, I see there's two elements. There's a self connection and there's a connection with others and how we can do the human being connection with others is the part that kind of hurts right now because I miss it.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. I understand. Yeah. I'm, And even that's like in startup mode, right? Now we're in startup mode of like, well, how do we start to create these connections online? And how can we get yogis to, you know, connect through the screen and, you know, be in part of community through Facebook groups, through apps, through, you know, we're still kind of figuring this out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that piece that I've, that I've leaned into a lot with, without being around the physical other human beings is the power of words. And the power of, of texting, I know that's like hard to say right now, but the power of, sh- of sharing positive reinforcement statements or celebrating others is the piece of connection that I'm really trying to lean into, is, is giving people positive comments online or positive DMs to help elevate that other people-to-people connection when it's missing in person. Yeah. You're really good with words too. So I love that you celebrate online.
1: I'm so much better with the words than I am with the typing. (laughs) Uh, I I actually, I I like it a lot more than I do the, the, the typing. Hey, yogis. This episode is sponsored by Ladder. I am obsessed with their supplements because they make me feel amazing. Uh, Some of the stuff that I really, really, really like is their green powder. Um, And then they also have this pre-workout mix that I love. And their protein powder is also vegan, which is super rad. Uh, They've been formulated by some of the top scientists out in the market. I've been using a ton of different proteins before, and this is by far one of my favorite ones. Uh, Check out their website, ladder.sport. And if you use the code Yogi20, you get 20% off your first order. That's ladder.sport. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I'm also, I'm, I'm finding that in this startup, like everyone's in startup culture is, you know, in, in, in yoga land, even as a practitioner, right. You're still trying to like sort out like what your thing is now, but then there's also like startup mode can really easily create burnout, you Absolutely. know, and it can really, it can really easily create this, like every day is a hustle to do something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if it, every day is a hustle to do something, that's a recipe for disaster. Yes. How are you how are you I mean how are you personally mitigating that?
0: Holy mackerel. Big fish. Okay. So (laughs) even though I've been teaching yoga for almost 10 years, I feel like I'm a first-time yoga teacher for when I started when I pivoted to online. Because in the past I've helped yoga studios and other yogis create online courses that were the evergreen courses where people can take you know how to implement props into your practice, or how to teach um, Yin Yoga online. And this was way pre-COVID; I was already helping people do those courses, but those were the pre-recorded courses. Mm-hmm. But now, with the pivot of teaching through Zoom, I felt a lot of pressure to want to re-engage with my students, and and that's created a lot of stress and fatigue because, like you mentioned, the startup world is exhausting, mm-hmm. and I. Through COVID and also having a toddler through all this, and I'll just give you a little bit of personal share that you already know, but for the listeners out there is that my husband, he owns a tattoo shop down in Pacific Beach in San Diego. And so we're both small business owners. He owns his tattoo shop. I own my small yoga business. And with COVID, it just slammed down our small businesses. So we were trying to also raise our baby and we have a mortgage and car payments. And we were totally... Destroyed, to be honest. With when COVID hit, our businesses were destroyed, and we are surviving, and we are going to thrive after this. But right now, we're just our both of our businesses are going to stay open, and we're just going. We're riding that huge wave, all the way through. But um, there were moments when I wanted to, you know, there's moments when you feel really depressed, and you feel like you want to give up, and you're feeling really confused and frustrated. And I never felt anger as much as I felt in the past like six months that anger has been popping up a lot for me as an emotion that I've been curious about and dealing with. And so I also think that has to do with me. I used to like teach in the studio and practice in the studio and be around a lot of people and get those positive vibes from a lot of people. When I was stripped of the ability to teach inside that space with hundreds of positive people, that's when my anger started to come up. But home practice is key and good friends like you who remind me and who remind others to stay just grounded and being okay. Like I don't have to self like thrive and be a thousand percent every day, but as long as I'm like, okay, everything is, I'm going to be all right.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also like, you know, realizing through look like startup in your home practice, your startup in your like online business, like you're not the only one going through it. So lean into, you know, the, community around you lean into your fellow yoga practitioners to tell them like i'm uninspired it's hard doing this through zoom it's hard you know whatever like lean into that have that conversation because i think when we one we keep each other accountable by having those conversations which is super important but two that sense of like not having to sit in that alone just man it's been it's been so nice it's been so nice for me to vocalize you know that i i'm I'm kind of just like meh right now, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the inspiration is gone. California got locked down and it's just like, okay, I have no control over this.
0: Yeah. And, and I wanted to ask you a question too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You mentioned
0: like lean into your community lean into other yoga teachers. How do you feel about you are, you are already doing online stuff with your app pre COVID. So how do you feel about the uptick of other yoga teachers taking their business online, possibly creating other, apps in direct competition with you tell me about your perspective of competition in the yoga online world right now
1: for sure this is something that i was you know one of my one of my main teachers taught me this and you know you can look at everyone as a colleague or competition and i do not have the energy to look as everyone as competition i just don't i don't really care what everyone else is doing like i don't really you know there's enough for everybody out there and that's really important to to remember and to understand. It may not seem like it, but operating out of fear is just going to drain you a lot faster than putting in inspiration and work to make things happen. Um, and it's also an important reminder to, you know, for those people that are starting things up and and, and whatnot, like it's a lot of hard work and it's not going to happen right away. And right. you, you got to stick through it. You know, this is, this is for me 10 years in the making mm-hmm. and it's still a lot of hard work. <laughs> you know we're doing i mean we could talk about this Priscilla we're doing major app upgrades right now no one knows it well now, now everyone knows <laughs> But we're doing major app upgrades and we have just everyone on team Danny you know has been all hands on deck this month and we are just so jazzed about what we're offering because we know that the whoever is doing what we're doing is going to be really excited just as we are and That's all that I care about is whoever is excited about it. Like let them be excited about it. If they're not excited about it, like don't be excited about it. And you know, there's like, no one should be. uh, Yeah. I'll just go back to what I said. Like, like you can go out there and you can see everyone, like no one's going to teach like you and not, not everyone. We could teach the same downward facing dog and it's never going to come out the same. That's right. You know, like the way that you say it and the way that I say it, I've had a different experience in life. I had a different walk in life. I have a different story in my head. I have a different everything. You know, it's like no one invented this stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. no one, no one created your, you know, the, the, it's, it's, it's all been, uh, you know, upcycled in different ways and shared. And, you know, I think people start to like, if you're grabbing something and you're dictating for, you know, if you're not understanding and studying and then you're just pulling for someone, I would question what you're doing there, but for the rest of it, like, listen, there's plenty for everybody. You just have to remember that. And if this is something that you want to do, we kind of pulled away from the studentship of this, but if it's actually both in student and, 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 in teacher, like if there's something that you want to do and that you want to experience the benefits from, you got to stick with it. Even when it gets really hard,
0: dude, that is powerful. And I 100% agree because consistency is key with the startup world or with your own home practice and startup world for yoga teachers. And like you mentioned earlier, for yogis at home, for students at home, they're in the startup world too, trying to figure out what yoga teacher they like, what kind of yoga class they like to take online. So they're in the navigation phase, which is exhausting, but the key to keep going and success as a yoga student in the startup world right now is consistency and yeah. it can be five minutes a day. It can be 15. It can be an hour and a half. It does. I don't, I feel like in this moment of our world right now, we really shouldn't beat ourselves up about how long it's about just showing up. And you inspired me a few weeks ago with your post on Instagram about just showing up.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's hard, you know, there's, I'm having daily conversations with myself because you know, fatigue is real. Yeah, I'm not superhuman, you mm-hmm. know, it, like it is, it, you know, as much as I complete honesty, you know, like I show up on Instagram these days and I used to have boundaries as, as first as like what I couldn't, couldn't say. And now I'm just like, hi, this is me today. This is what you get. Yeah. Okay, bye. You know? Yeah. There's some days it's really easy and there's some days it's really hard, and that's okay.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you inspired me a lot when you said to talk about when we were talking about competition and Allies and I feel like the abundance mindset is huge within that. Mm -hmm. And even though right now we're in the media is all about fear and scarcity, we can reserve moments in our day when we do focus on abundance. Doesn't have we don't have to put put blinders on to all of the hard stuff that's going on in society because that's all real. But there's moments in the day where we can have the abundance mindset, and even have that as a silver lining throughout those challenging times. And I was thinking about yoga teachers and as a yoga student, when you're trying to find your yoga teacher that you resonate with, just keep trying. And because all of the yoga, most of the yoga teachers who pivoted online are still just about, are we, we are about four months into that pivot, would you say?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. About four months.
0: Yeah. And so I, to master or not master, but to grow with anything six months to a year is a good time for people to really find their niche and find their groove. So within the next few months, we're going to find the yoga teachers who are going to start shining like you Danny online and the other teachers that want to fade away and not really pursue the online stuff will, but the quality is also really important when performing stuff online or when teaching online. And so as a yoga student, you got to look for those quality teachers who are doing, Good classes, so you don't get injured, and so you know your, what you're getting. And I, what you yeah. think about quality and yoga teachers online? Right,
1: right, yeah. It's it's important, you know. It's there's there's so much out there. Yeah, um, you can choose to do, you know, all of the things, all of you know the whatever. But it is it is important to realize that you've you've got a you have the opportunity to really to make a really well informed decision. Yes. And you, there's no rush. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to, you know, make a decision overnight. You don't need to anything. You just take your time with it and, and, and search both as a student and as a teacher and, you know, make sure that you do the, the, the thing that's best for you.
0: Yeah. And I think the biggest piece that as a reminder for yoga students and for yoga teachers is to seek inspiration mm-hmm. and to, seek for people who make you have little butterflies when you listen to them talk or make you really excited when you watch their video on YouTube or on their app, you got to seek for that. And and you got to keep searching until you find that little pang of, of that sparkle that you right. connect with. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: What are you personally doing? Priscilla, I got, I guess, last question for you. What are you personally doing for for you to keep yourself in check so that you're not burning out?
0: You know, that's a big thing because I push uh, 200% and then I get sick. And then that is not the way to go because I have burnt out and didn't prevent burnt out burnout. Um, My husband's really good about seeing my light start to dim. And then he says, okay, Priscilla, you need to go. Take a break. We need to go outside and look at the water. My favorite thing to do is to look at the horizon of the ocean. And if you don't have an ocean by you, Mm -hmm. I like to look up in the sky because that in my mind is infinite. Mm -hmm. And my eyes don't stop on a computer or on a book or on the TV or on a water bottle. It just goes. So when I'm feeling. Really trapped inside of frustration or angry because of X, Y, and Z. I look at the sky and I think, "Oh, that's forever." And then I think about the universe going on forever, and then I go crazy. But anyways, and then I think about, I look at the ocean, and that's really peaceful. So I find that looking into the horizon of opportunity keeps me from like feeling too stressed out or crazy. I also, I'm a big list maker, and I've used to create lists with 10, to 20 things to do. But in the morning, I set a list of at least five things that I want to get accomplished that day. And I do accomplish those five things and I make sure that they are tangible to make me feel like I'm producing enough because it's, this world is a, an ongoing infinite task world. There's infinite tasks. You'll always have a thousand tasks to do. So it's a matter of you gauging within your own self of when complete happens.
1: I love you, Priscilla. I adore you. I want you to know that.
0: I love you too, <laughs> Danny. Thank you.
1: Thank you for sharing your insights and for you know, guiding us both as, as business owners and as students through this startup world of yoga and where it's going. And I just appreciate your resources and, and your insights so, so much.
0: Yay. Thank you, Danny and yogis out there, yoga teachers out there and yoga students out there. Just reach out to Danny for support. Look at his app. I'm here too. <laughs> I
1: did not pay her for this. <laughs> no, but I
0: truly believe in you and it's you're an amazing person. So thank you for having me.
1: It's very sweet. Thank you, Priscilla. Yeah. Until the next Yogi Misfit sessions, this is Danny and Priscilla saying peace out.
0: Bye.